9 o'clock. Thanks for joining us. Jim and the Buckeye Boy from the Bozarth Miller Chevrolet Buick Studios, the most trusted name in automobiles. We're off tomorrow and Monday, back with you on Tuesday. So today, what would you want for Christmas? Broncos to have a winning record in 2023. The Avs to get back to the conference finals. The Nuggets to get to the NBA finals. Or the Rockies to be in the playoff hunt in September. Got some thoughts on that today. Buckeyes going with the Rockies. I'm going with the Nuggets on that one. Also, your favorite sports Christmas gift that you've received. Maybe as a kid. Maybe a ball glove or a basketball or maybe a, a jersey that you got back in the day or even in recent years. So uh, send those to us today. Chick-fil-A Breakfast Team phone line 970-242-1340. Quick reminder, we'll have the Armed Forces Bowl tonight. Baylor takes on Air Force. Pre-game at 5 through actually right at kickoff 5.30 tonight for that one right here on the team. And the other day, Brian Roth was in Boise calling the famous Idaho Potato Bowl with uh, Eastern Michigan and uh, San Jose State. And now it's time to talk with Brian Roth. It's Rams Talk on the Jim Davis Show. Talking CSU with the voice of the Rams, Brian Roth on the Jim Davis Show. With us on the Chick-fil-A Breakfast Team phone line, Brian Roth. Good morning, Brian. Merry Christmas. How are you? I'm doing great. Sorry we missed you yesterday, Jim. Well, that's Apologies a, about There is no apology necessary. You're a busy guy right now. You were We, we actually had you on the air the other day uh, up in Boise with the uh, famous Idaho Potato Bowl, Eastern Michigan and uh, San Jose State. So I enjoyed uh, hearing yeah. your call that game the other day. So where where it's like where in the world is Brian Roth today? Where are you today, Brian? I'm in Phoenix. Yeah. Okay, so of course you were you were doing CSU last night taking on USC yes. and uh, yes. you know, Rams just uh, couldn't quite get it done against the Trojans last night. No, they couldn't. I mean, Colorado State was absolutely dreadful. The worst shooting night uh, of the season. And I, don't, I don't know why it was, but, uh, you know, this is a CSU team that uh, was coming off a victory against St. Mary's Sunday, and it was a, you know, a quad one win, and, and it you know, looked like kind of a, a bounce-back type, type win after the you know, loss to CU a couple weeks ago, which was a complete disaster. And you know, it looked like Colorado State had turned it around and, and came out last night and just couldn't hit the broad side of the barn. I, I made a comment on the air. I, it felt like the Rams were, were back in the front range of Colorado and not in Phoenix with the way they were shooting because it, it felt like the Rams were about minus 25 degrees last <laughs> night. They were 5 of 27 from deep. And I mean, just, I mean just, the Rams are a good shooting team. They're one of the best field goal percentage teams in the entire nation. Came in shooting 51%. Uh, on the season overall, came in shooting 40% from three-point range. And, and you know, that, that game was there last night. You know, USC is a solid team. Obviously, what they've been able to do the last uh, really five, six, seven years, they're an Elite Eight team a couple years ago, won 26 games last year. But, you know, that game was there. And if CSU knocks down a couple of more shots, I mean, they're going to be right in that basketball game. But, you know, USC is not a great shoot, uh, three-point shooting team. They knocked down 10 threes last night. CSU is a good three-point shooting team, and they, they shoot 15% from deep. But, and really, that's the long and short of it. And you know, you've watched enough basketball, Jim. Your listeners have as well. And it's going to happen uh, over the course of a you know, college basketball season. You're going to have a few of these games mixed in there. And the question is, can you overcome it? And you know, unfortunately, last night, the Rams weren't able to do that. 73-64, USC's now 10-3. and three. Uh, The Rams slipped at 8-5, and five, and 
Patrick Cartier, good game last night uh, in 23 minutes, had 22 points. Isaiah Stevens with 15, and Isaiah Rivera had 12 last night for the Rams. But uh, like you said, just a, a, a tough shooting night made it tough uh, against a team you know, like Boogie Ellison and the USC Trojans. Yeah, you know, Boogie Ellison is a really good player. And, uh, you know, we've seen him before. He was at Memphis. Rams uh, played Memphis in the postseason IT back in, you know, 2020. And, you know, Patrick Cartier, I mean, that's that's a, a nice game for him. He's been moved into the starting lineup. And, and let me also add this. The Rams are missing two starters last night as well. Taviante Jackson, the freshman, who had moved in the starting lineup. Uh, he was out with a foot injury. Jalen Lake, who has started every game this year, has been out the last two games with a shoulder injury. So the Rams were shorthanded last night. And, uh, you know, what it does, it just kind of limits some of uh, the the offensive output, right? And so, but Cartier picked up some of that slack. And, you know, he's the Division II transfer from, uh, you know, the state of Michigan. And he's six feet eight, uh, about 235. He's a bit undersized when they play him at the five spot, you know. And, but he is through the first, how many games we played, uh, 13 games now, has has really developed the ability to, to score on big time Division One bigs, you know he was going up against seven foot, six eleven, six ten last night against USC, and he scored what twenty two points. And so he's really skilled. He has great footwork. He can finish with both hands within five feet. And and that was one of the positives that you could take from last night's game from Colorado State as he learned to play against the bigger, more athletic bigs that he certainly didn't see at Division Two that he's now seeing in the likes of of USC and St. Mary's and Colorado and Penn State, you know, he is going to be a big key for the Rams moving forward. Also say, you know, this and Isaiah Stevens is, you know, the straw that stirs the drink for Colorado State. With two scoring options out for CSU, you know, USC just threw the kitchen sink at Stevens. I mean, <laughs> he was just, I mean, it, it was shadowed the entire night by two Trojans and you know, Isaiah ends up with 15 points, nine assists. But uh, you know, he's a he's a guy that I think we're going to continue to see that this year. That teams are just going to start flying dudes at Isaiah Stevens and say, "Look, if you're going to beat us, somebody else has got to do it." So uh, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. You know, now that the non-conference is over for the Rams, and now with the week off, and and they head into the, the conference play next Wednesday. Yeah, head to Albuquerque to take on New Mexico uh, next Wednesday to open up a conference play, and then back home on New Year's Eve. Uh, that day to take on San Jose State. Brian Roth, the voice of the CSU Rams, with us today on the Team Sports Network. And uh, yesterday was uh, the early signing period, uh, National Signing Day. And for Jay Norvell, a, a really, really good day. And in some people, in some experts' opinion, Brian, CSU may have had the best recruiting day of anybody in the Mountain West Conference with what Jay and his staff did yesterday. Yeah, and in fact, I saw another ranking out there from 247 Sports that said uh, of the group of five teams, Colorado State was third, UTSA, who of course has been pretty good, in fact, really good over the last few years, and of course they're they're down that frugal recruiting ground of Texas. Um, they had the number one group of five. Uh, Memphis was two, CSU was three. I think Boise State was the next closest Mountain West at five. Again, group of five teams only, but you know, what Jay Norvell has been able to do, and we knew he was going to bring in a a big class. The question was, you know, how, how, how much quality was going to be in that class. And, and as we started to see commitments roll in, in the summer and here into the fall, it looked like it was going to be a really good class. They signed a couple of really high end guys that had multiple, multiple power five offers that, 
wanted to come play at CSU and, and an opportunity to come and maybe play early and a chance to shine. And, uh, you know, the question was, when, once you got to signing day, <laughs> would those guys still be signing, right? Because, you know, the word commitment gets gets thrown around out there by by players all the time. And, and you know, I mean, look, we all understand that when you make a verbal commitment, that's what it is. It's verbal. It's non-binding. But it just makes me laugh when kids commit to a school and then, you know, four days later they, they decommit. Like, what, what happened in those four days? And, um, so they did sign all those kids, though, that – were at the very top of the list, the highest rated commits that they had. They were able to take them to the finish line and uh, bring them to CSU. And there's a, a, a number of guys that are going to be enrolling early, which obviously is very key because then you get all 15 of the spring practices and then you're ingrained into the summer workouts. And when you come into the fall, you have a real chance of, of competing for playing time and possibly even a, a starting spot. So, listen, Jay Norville recruited well at Nevada to some of the worst facilities in the Mountain West. He's now recruiting Colorado State with the best facilities, or right there at Boise State, some of the best facilities in the Mountain West. So I don't think it's much of a surprise that, that Jay Norvell has come through with a, a, a highly rated recruiting class. But, you know, Jim, what does that all mean? Who knows? Who knows how good these players are? Nobody knows. That's why, you know, I always take recruiting with a, with a grain of salt. and say It's good that it's highly rated, but... We'll see. Uh, you know, the proof is going to be in the pudding, as they say, here next year, the year after, and the year after, and we'll see just exactly how good this class is. Yeah, the the, the ingredients are potentially there. You know, can can Jay Norvell as a chef whip it all together and and uh, get the Rams back to to the top of the Mountain West Conference? We'll have to see what happens there. Uh, Brian Roth joining us today. Uh, he is in Phoenix, uh, where the the Rams basketball team played against USC last night. I know one of the the areas that that Jay wanted to focus on. Uh, Brian was was recruiting in state, and and he certainly did that. We'll start out with Silas Evans from George Washington, five A second team All State, had six hundred ninety two yards, eight catches, and uh, I know that in reading some of Jay's comments, felt like Silas could go play at a lot of places, play at some even some Power Five programs as well. But he was a player that he felt like, regardless of where he was from, he was a guy who would have recruited anyway. But it just made it a little bit even more even more special. That he's a Colorado kid. Yeah, and you know, I mean, Jay Norvell and, and his staff have said that they, they are going to recruit the state of Colorado, and, and I don't think it's necessarily just lip service. I mean, you've got to recruit your own state, and and I don't know what Deion Sanders is thinking, but I, I know Colorado in the past, whether it be Carl Durrell, Mel Tucker, uh, Mike McIntyre, whatever. I mean, you're going to recruit your own state, and and there's no question about that, but. You can't get so caught up in recruiting your own state that you just start signing kids just to say that you can sign kids. And Jay Norvello said that. He said, look, we're recruiting guys that we feel like are going to help us win conference championships and guys that are going to help us win games each and every Saturday. And you're darn right we're going to look in state. But at the same time, uh, you can't get just, you can't make that your MO and say, hey, we're going to recruit the state of Colorado. And, you know, what the Rams signs? You know what? Thirty guys. You can't just say, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna sign a third of our class from Colorado, no matter right. what." And we're gonna make that pledge to Colorado coaches. That's that's just unreasonable. Uh, but if the talent's there, you're gonna go and, and and you're gonna offer them if you think they can help you. You know, win football games in a in a, in a conference championship. So, um, you know, I, it's it's important, and I'm happy to see Colorado kids on the roster. That's awesome. You look back at some of the great all time Rams. A lot of them have been from the state of Colorado. Um, so 
it's always good to see that. But again, at the same time, you, you, you can't just go and say we're taking Colorado kids no matter what when maybe uh, the top tier guys went to big time pro power five programs. The next tier guys went to CU and then you get your tier guys, but you can't just start backfilling just to do it. Absolutely. Brian Roth voice, the CSU Rams with us today on the team sports network. And yeah, they have, they have to be a good fit for what you're doing. And, and the, the talent has to be there as well uh, with those players. Uh, it's because they're a Colorado kid doesn't mean they move to the front of the list. Uh, among the, the players that he signed from in-state, uh, Cherry Creek defensive lineman Javion Smith-Combs, who played for Dave Logan and you know knows what it's like to win championships, brings them a, a really good player on the defensive line. Yeah, and it's and it's good to see some Cherry Creek guys coming up here. I know a lot of Ram fans uh, <laughs> aren't, aren't huge fans of, of Dave Logan because they feel like, you know, Dave's obviously such a big CU guy. And, and uh, you know, <laughs> there's, there's Ram fans, sane or not, uh, will tell you that, that Dave Logan tries to drive kids away from Colorado State and he tries to drive his kids towards Boulder. I, I don't think that's true. I think Dave just wants what's best for, for each individual kid and treats him as such, right? And so, you know, uh, the Rams signed Coyote Day from Cherry Creek last year, uh, and they also signed Keegan Hollis, who was a running back. They heard his name, really good running back, was getting power five looks a couple years ago before he blew out his knee late in his high school career. So CSU has tapped that pipeline, and, and you know, we'll, we'll see. And, you know, <laughs> just, you just don't know how any of these guys are going to translate to, to Division One players. You look at some of the guys on the Rams roster uh, and guys across rosters uh, across the nation that – that were uh, you know no stars, one star, two star kids that that uh, are are now some of the best players in the nation and, and have moved on to the NFL. So, well, but but I I do love to see those Colorado kids uh, uh, come on board here at CSU. And then the last, as far as uh, the Colorado players we're going to talk about here, Valor Christian offensive tackle Tanner Morley. Uh, they they signed him yesterday, and uh, Morley a three star recruit, first team All State. But uh, addressing the offensive line has been, you know, certainly yeah. I think you look at this class, Brian, uh, an imperative. Uh, it had to be a priority considering what Clay Millen saw this this last season, uh, getting beat up behind that offensive line. And along with Morley, uh, not a Colorado kid, but um, uh, Andrew LaRich, who actually is on the defensive line, excuse me. But uh, to go back to the offensive line, we'll, we'll talk defensive line in a moment. But But Morley... Is you know another again addresses a need. He's an in-state kid, but he also addresses a need on that offensive line for Colorado State. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I still think of CSU. Now, I believe CSU probably had the worst, if not the worst, one of the worst offensive lines in, in FBS football last year. And I mean, I, I think that's just a fact. You know, Akron I think gave up more sacks than CSU this year. So I didn't watch any Akron games this year, Jim. So maybe they might have been worse. <laughs> but uh, you know, I mean, everybody, anybody that, that watched CSU football this year. No, knew that the offensive line was was just not up to par, and 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 I, I contest that if the Rams had an average, average Mountain West offensive line, they probably would have won six games this year and been been playing in a bowl. I mean, the defense played well enough, the skilled players were good enough, the offensive line was not even close to good enough. So you had to address that. As far as Tanner Morley down at Valor Christian, you know, our sideline and the radio network, Marty Cesario. Uh, he's big into the into the, the high school sports in, in the Denver metro area and, and covers a lot of those those games for for streaming and you know he he watched Morley play four times this year and I talked to Marty last week and he said dude the kid from Valor Christian the offensive lineman that dude is a stud and it's not just that he's big and 
mauling other high school players because you'll see that a lot. Uh, you know, with the big high school players that are going to Division One, they they can usually dominate. But uh, Marty was saying that the, the kid is big, but he's strong and he's athletic, and watching him run and move out there thinks he's going to be a really good player. So um, we'll see what offensive line. Yeah, just absolutely had to address for for Colorado State. I know the Rams brought in a, a couple of uh, transfers as well. One from Lamar, I think the other one from Mammoth. And, you know, it's interesting bringing in some of these guys from the lower level, um, and especially at the offensive line. Uh, you know, some of these guys can be really, really good finds. So we'll see uh, We'll see how these guys turn out. But, yeah, that's a, a place that you need immediate help, and you have to be much better on the offensive line this upcoming year. And I, I, I think they will be. I mean, well, let's put it this way. Couldn't be any worse than what we saw this side. <laughs> very, very true. Very true. Brian Roth, voice of CSU Rams, with us today on the Team Sports Network. I mentioned and- Andrew LaRich, who is a, a defensive tackle. And uh, Jay Norville was talking about, man, this, you know, Jay's not a small guy, but he's like, this guy's huge. He's 6'5", a uh, big guy that had seven and a half sacks as a senior, 50 tackles, 28 for loss. And you just got this feeling in, in, in hearing what Jay had to say about him that that Lorich is a guy that could be a big impact player on that defensive front moving forward. Yeah, and, and I got to be honest with you, I I didn't see Jay's press conference at all yesterday. You're busy. And, it's okay. And, yeah, I mean, I didn't. I was playing in from Boise, and I was at shoot around. And I came back. I had some other stuff. So I. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to comment on him. That's okay, Brian. Missed a lot of signing day, and I'll probably dive in a little bit more here in the in the, in the next coming weeks. And and really, where I I tend to dive into kind of the recruiting classes after that February second day, because then you know, okay, this is the class in its entirety. Right. But um, you know, look, I mean, we we all know if 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 you can win the battle up front, whether it be offensive line or defensive line, you're gonna you're gonna stand a good chance of of winning that football game. So, uh, but I like the way that that Jay and his staff I've gone after and recruited. And, again, he said, look, we, we are looking for these four things. And if, if, we don't, if they don't have all four things, and it's, it's a size, length, um, it's uh, uh, academics, and it's, and it's a, a, a kid who is going to fit in as a, as a teammate. Uh, and he's got to be able to fit culturally. And so, you know, I, I like the way they've approached it. And, and Jay has proven to be a really good recruiter as both an assistant and a head coach. And so I, I, I'm excited to see what this brings. I mean, I'm, you know, this is his first recruiting class. I mean, I know he had the last recruiting class, but he was hired on December 6th. Signing day last year was December 15th. That was nine days to get that recruiting class together. He's had a full year to put this one together, and I'm excited to see the fruit it bears. Yeah, I think he's done a fantastic job, him and himself, and him and himself with their, and him and his staff, I should say, with what they've uh, put together. I mean, one of the one of the best recruiting classes, certainly in the group of five, and uh, perhaps the best recruiting class in the Mountain West Conference. Brian, uh, before I let you go, your favorite Christmas present, sports Christmas present that you've got over the years, maybe as a kid, glove, ball. Autograph something. Do you have a, a, a Christmas present that you go back and, man, I got that when I was a kid, electric football game. Do you have anything like that that still kind of uh, kind of brings back some fond memories? Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I, I actually do. So I, I don't know how old I was. I mean, I'm really old now, so it was a long, long time ago. Uh, but uh, uh, 
we woke up on Christmas morning and my brother's older than me by two years and just me and my brother. So, um, and woke up and went downstairs and right next to the tree was one of those, uh, uh, big stand up like, uh, uh, hockey games where, where, you know, you, you have to, it's like, um, it's like almost foosball, but for hockey, right? Cool. Yeah. Um, the pocket has the big dome over it. Yeah. And, and like, like, like the real deal though, like one that you would, you would see in a, in a, you know, a place where they had big time games, right? I mean, I don't know how much it cost, but it, it was awesome. And it was one of those, and we used to play that incessantly. So that was probably one of the coolest games uh, and coolest presents I, I ever had. I don't know whatever became of that. Like, I, I would love to have that thing in my basement right now, but uh, I have no idea what happened to it. Wow, is your, is your dad a Rockefeller or something? I mean, come on. I mean, what kind of money do you guys have? I mean, that, that that's incredible. I would kill to have one of those things. We had a foosball table from, from Kmart to the head. Well, Boss were, were middle class all the way. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Was your Maybe dad like a, did your dad work as an international hitman on the side and you guys didn't know about it? Or I mean, <laughs> I mean, that's a kind, that's a kind of, I mean, that's impressive. We, we had a, we had a foosball table from Kmart that we thought was like a really big deal. So I'm just saying, I'm impressed, uh, man. I'm very, very impressed. Yeah. Uh, we, we, my brother and I were impressed as well, man. And I'm telling you, we were on that thing, not just Christmas Day and the weeks after, but for years after. That thing was still in our basement in high school. And, uh, you know, we'd always get games, you know, betting, everyone's throwing down money, and we were playing that stuff all the all time, right. all through high school. So. Tur, did, did, did Dad get out of that action to pay back for, you know, to get to <laughs> recoup a little money, what he spent on that thing? <laughs> to, to, to make sure he got the monthly payments in for that thing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, hey, Brian. Uh, Merry Christmas to you and 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 the the ruffians and and uh, we we always appreciate the time. Have a Merry Christmas. Absolutely. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to uh, you and uh, all the listeners out there on the Western Slope. I appreciate it, Jim. All right. Take care, Brian Roth. Joining us today from Phoenix. All right. And what kind of money did the did his dad have? I mean, those, those are not cheap. No, I'm impressed. I'm a little jealous. I'm I'm very envious because I I always wanted one of those. Knows the guy who knows the guy. Knows the guy who knows, knows the, the guy, guy. Apparently, who knows a couple of other guys. They had one on the back of a van. He's in an alley somewhere. Everybody's got a guy for something. Hey, you know this just happened to fall off the back of the yeah. truck. You know, and we just you know some people of, have so many guys. They Mr. Have Roth guy will guy. cut you a good deal on this yeah. thing. Yeah. All right. Nine twenty three. I have a guy who gets me all my guys. You know. <laughs> take a break we'll come back we'll have our football picks we've got the pope in studio and if we're gonna have pat or not i have not seen that from the vault but we will uh i'll make him up for him we'll see if we can uh track him down he's a busy guy's grandfather now so dogs all the way for pat all right so uh 923 we will take a break and we'll come back with more on the jim davis show on the team sports network best wishes for a happy holiday season from the team sports network All right, welcome back, Jim and the Buckeye Boy. We're off tomorrow, off on Monday for the holidays. Merry Christmas to all of you. Happy holidays. Who's singing with Lemmy here? Who's Billy Gibbons and Dave Grohl. Oh, that's cool. Some of my favorite guys right there. Yeah, I knew that. That's why, that's why I saved this one for last hour on Thursday. Like That's right, you were hyping this up a while yeah. back. Oh, yeah. That was a good choice. We may use it again later this hour. 
Absolutely, yes. You yeah. must play it again. You must. So, You're required. There you go. Lemmy, Billy Gibbons, Dave Girl. Don't get a whole lot better than that. Not no, at all. you don't. All Christmas right. classic. When I think of Christmas, I think of Lemmy. I, I do, too. Because, yeah, he was Mr. Holiday Spirit, he wasn't was, he? He was absolutely Mr. Holiday Spirit. <laughs> With his snakeskin jacket and his hat yeah. and big old boots. Yeah. yeah. When I think of Christmas and beverage, I always think of a Jack and Coke. Here's to you, Lemmy. Yes, Here's absolutely. All right. So it's time for a football picks. Normally do it on a Friday, but uh, well, we're going to be off tomorrow. So we're we got the Pope in studio today. Oh yeah, oh yeah, man. Petey. Yes, nice to be here. I saw the smoke down the hallway before he even walked in the door. It's like you, he must be here. You know, you guys have an influence in this community. I have a friend of mine now that calls me Mister Puff of Smoke now because he heard <laughs> this. <laughs> he doesn't call me Petey anymore. He say, "Hey, Mister Puff of Smoke, how are you?" Yeah. Well, our local eminence how it happens <laughs> yeah exactly so uh, we also get tyler in here today as well king morning tyler good to see you good to see you too so uh pat butcher from the vault uh was going to be our guest picker today he but gone. uh he's a he's <laughs> he's a grandfather today so hey, congratulations hey, to pat that's a good excuse yeah so i, I told he's like well i may not be there i'm like you should not be here. Mm-hmm. You should you should not be here. So congratulations to to Pat. Yeah, the kids that. are having kids. You don't really need to escape the kids anymore, right? Mm. They're old enough to you no, know, no, they yeah, kind of right. chill. Exactly. Yeah. You you got that right. So uh, let's go through Papa! how last week went. Which do we have to? Great. Do we have to? I, I fell out of the lead, which does not make me very happy. No, last you week went great. Buckeye, you're in first place. <laughs> you better believe it. Oh, shit. Man, the the Browns beat the Ravens and Buckeyes in first place. How terrible can it get? By terrible, you mean fantastic. It went great. <laughs> it was ter- I went, it's terrible. Trust me, Peter's right about it. It's it terrible. It's terrible. I went 5-1, and one, jumped into first place. Wow. Uh, Tyler went 5-1. and one. He climbs uh, ever more steadily into fourth place. Cake man. Petey, you went 5-1. and one. You were very firmly ensconced in third place right now. Really? Yes. Uh, our NBC Grand Rando, Nate, went 4-2. Uh, the, the Rando still pulling up the caboose. Jim went 3-3 three and three last week and falls into second place. That was just a bad week for Jim. Bad that's week. not a normal Jim week. No, that's not a good... That was, so, no, not, 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 not what I normally do. Now, you're so right about that, Petey. Yep. That's why this week is the bounce back week. Mm-hmm. But with my first place effort comes my music. Or my sound. Oh, yes. What okay. you got, buddy? Yep. Of course. Bring Let's it. play my sound. <sighs> okay. Conan, what is best in life? To crush your enemies, see them driven before you, uh, they hear a lamentation uh, of the women. Uh, that is good. Uh, that is good. I am the smartest man alive. <laughs> this is a big, hairy American winning machine. Oh, Hello, good. loser. That is so good. That is so good, Buck. Way to go, boss. You are one pathetic loser. <laughs> I I tell yeah, everybody yeah, this. You're done. I'm, and, just waiting, I'm just waiting for you to finish. And I'm my wife knows. Other, I'm working on some other stuff over here while you're... <laughs> yeah. I am a very gracious loser. I am an insufferable winner, so... <laughs> Just so that's oh, that's man. out there again. That was, never awesome. that wasn't that was already so clear. Awesome, but never hurts. Once again, people. that's why I called you a jerk the other day. <laughs> yeah, 
He's not a jerk. I appreciate that, but that's wrong. Okay. I am. All right. I'm still going to take up for you. I don't I care. Somebody has to. All right. My wife nods in agreement. She's like, yeah, he is. Okay. <laughs> okay, Tyler. Yes, Jim. Is he a jerk? I mean, he. See, here's the thing. He invited me to Thanksgiving, so like, I can't really say <laughs> that. Karen, Karen did. See, Karen invited you, in him and somewhere. she told him, "Why didn't you invite Tyler?" <laughs> and so it makes him look good. Like, yeah, we didn't invite Tyler. But see, he's like, "What's Tyler doing?" I, you should invite Tyler. He could have easily not asked the question. He had. He still had to take the effort to ask me via his wife. So I think you know. I think that counts for half a point. So. Was it your idea? or Was it Karen's idea? I mean, I'm pretty great, but it was my wife's idea. Okay. Right. Well. See, see, hold on. See, he didn't ask you. He's your coworker. He put his wife up to it. No, no he asked no, me. I asked. Okay. Karen was like, "What's Tyler doing for Thanksgiving?" Okay. And that's okay. and that's what I was kind of getting at. Was he still yeah. had to ask? He still had right. to. Okay. She, all right. All right. She said, "If you have any traditions, <laughs> make sure you you're going to have to bring them yourself." So I told Tyler, word for word, if you like any weird crap, you're on your own. And she's like, you did Cause, not. Because you're such like, a great host. <laughs> she's, she swore. She's like, you did not say that. Like, look he at did. Me. I absolutely did say that. Once again, <laughs> make, that guy needs to chill out. making my case for what a jerk you can actually be. <laughs> he can be. He can not, be. Not every day. I'm not very high day. ceiling. <laughs> but so are you ready? Are you are very we, are we, are we through here? Are we, yes, are we let done? Me, I think we're ready. Hold on. Let me, let me get it to where I can... Excuse oh. me while I whip this. Okay, wow, 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 wow. I'm okay. ready to go. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Wow. Is that blazing saddle? Yes, it is. One of the few clips <laughs> we can actually saddle. play. <laughs> it's one of the few oh pieces God. from that movie we can actually play. Merry, Merry, Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> okay, anyway. First bowl. So good. The Armed Forces Bowl. Okay, well, I, I, oh, we need to. Oh, we need music. Can we, we need to set the scene. I don't intro, do this. man. Come on, I was do waiting your for job, your, will you? I don't do this. This I, is. Thursday. I was waiting for your grab assery to end over there, so I could, <laughs> so I could start. Are you, are you, are you done? Ready when you are. Sometimes, as the host, I this is where I become the mm-hmm. benevolent dictator. I just sit back, I listen, let you do your thing, dictator. and then finally I have to go. Okay, are, are we through? Are you, you are the one that really matters in this deal. You ready? Uh, let's do it. Sure. Whenever you're ready. You're sure. Let's do it. <laughs> Welcome to another Man. edition of Thunderdome. Oh, four, four days. Four days will not be enough. Four days will <laughs> no, just no. not be enough to be gone. Just, it's really, <laughs> not from you, pile. Yeah. Not from you, pile. It's only ten hours next week too Man, together. Oh, that's good. Yes, yeah, so we're gonna go with our. COVID 2022 oh, version yeah. of, of the show from 7 to 9 next week. Math is hard. It's only eight hours. Yeah. <laughs> All right. First game heard tonight on the Team Sports Network. Baylor versus Air Force in the Armed Forces Bowl. It's technically not a home game for Baylor from Waco playing in Fort Worth. But it kind of seems like it, though. Kind of feels that way. Baylor four-and-a-half-point favorites on uh, on the wise guys list. Who's going first? And me? It's it's you. Okay. You got to you you. Pat's just going to take what the the losing record, right? Yeah. He's okay. going to take whoever is not picked by anybody else. Okay. So you, Tyler, beating myself. Yes, I'm going with the Bears, the Baylor Bears. I believe I have written on the sheet as a preemptive measure, just in case the Baylor Bears. I'm going to stick with them. I'm taking Baylor. That is correct. Okay. 
Yeah, it's kind of hard to take Air Force in a bowl game, but uh, I'm going to go with the Baylor Bears, and it's in their home stadium, man. Come on now. I want to go with the Air Force. I do. I just I just think it's going to be the, the Baylor offense. I think it's going to make enough mm-hmm. plays. I think, it, I think it's going to be a close football game because I think Baylor's going to have a tough time stopping Air Force on the ground. Yeah. But I'm I'm, I'm going to go with the Baylor Bears. And, Sorry, Air Force. I yeah. wish I could. I wish I could. The Rando is in last place, needs to make up ground. That's Pat also. Pat, short for Patriot, the only one of the group. <laughs> He's taking Air Force. Next like, up is the <laughs> – sorry, was somebody going to say something? I was going to say like Pawtuck and Pat almost. <laughs> yes, Patriot, Pat, the whole thing. Uh, next up is the Gasparilla Bowl, which I thought we had on our list, but uh, as it turns out, we do not. That is tomorrow, however. It is Wake Forest taking on Missouri, the Demon Deacons, one-and-a-half-point favorites. I'm going to go with I'm – gonna, I'm going to upset – I'm going to go with the Tigers. I'm taking Wake Forest in this one. No particular reason, just taking Wake Forest. Wake Wake has been good earlier in the year. They've kind of kind of tapped out a little bit lately, but I'm still I still think the that Wake Forest will will take this one. So I'm going to go with the Wake with the Deeks. All right. I'm I'm going to go with Sam Hartman and, and Wake Forest. Yep. All right, I get Pat is joining me as the only Missouri person taking the Tigers. But she's loving you today. But she's happy. Oh uh, yes, that is his dartboard of fans. That's the one, one and only bullseye. Fifty thousand teams that guy yeah, roots for. Right there. Uh, we move on now to the NFL and the will they or won't they be frauds at some point this season? Minnesota Vikings playing host to the New York Giants. And you after, like that? <laughs> after such a thrilling NFL record, come from behind win. Getting three points as a favor for being at home. The Vikings are only three and a half point favorites over the Giants. Hmm. I, don't think I, I, like, I don't think I like that. I yeah. don't either. I don't like that, but it's one Eastern, and we know one Eastern Kirk Cousins, 11 a.m. Yeah. Kirk Cousins. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go with the Vikings. I am also, I believe, taking the Vikings in this one. Yes, I can't, you are. I can't take the. I can't not take the Vikings because of my, my Padre, so I'm taking Minnesota. You know, with a comeback like they just had, I think that momentum will carry them over into this game here. So I'm going to go with another great team in purple, uh, the Vikings. A one great team in purple. Yeah, one. <laughs> yeah, it's... One team that didn't lose to the Browns by 13. Okay, yeah, now. Right, here, here we go. Here's, okay, I'm coming across in the studio in a minute. It. I'm Once coming across there in a minute. Needed McManus to miss a 90-yard field goal <laughs> to beat the Broncos. <laughs> That's true. He should have made it. How do you like the taste of that, mister? Oh, he's not such a bad guy. <laughs> He's not a jerk. He's starting to work you're, up. He's starting to work up the ladder, and you're, yeah. and you're ready to go cry around the corner and knock the We're snot out of it. Barely halfway through the picks. <laughs> oh. Do you have Vikings or Giants? Uh, I'm going to go Vikings. Vikings, and uh, so that makes Pat pick the New York Football Giants. Next up, it is the anniversary of. The Immaculate Reception Saturday night, right here on the team's. God rest Network. his soul, by the way. Yes, yeah, absolutely. That's, that's bad, man. The now unfortunately late Franco Harris. Man, Steelers, that... two and a half point favorites at home against the Raiders. You get three just for being at home. So this one's right inside that window there. I'm, 
after, uh, you know, taking and planting Mac Jones like he was a pylon. Like I'm his going own with the kid Raiders. brother yeah. and stuffing his head into the ground. <laughs> I'm going with the one-time Los Angeles, Oakland, now Las Vegas Raiders. Rancho Cucamonga yeah, Raiders. It doesn't really roll <laughs> quite as well, but it really doesn't. Um, I'm going to take the Steelers in this one because I think in favor with management. I see how that works. Well, management did tell me somebody's doing a little smooching so that yeah. I could, <laughs> that I could park lot. in the parking lot at four in the morning today. So, yeah. What, you worried about the alleyway? Well, did Chris get to you or what, man? Have you been in the alleyway at four in the morning? <laughs> I rest what? my case. In more ways than one, I have indeed. What are you, okay. What are you afraid of, Brett, in the parking lot? What's really? <laughs> no, just... Never mind. Uh, Petey, you're a mustard in the alley no, with No, you ain't getting iron. out of this that quick, buddy. You ain't getting out of this. <laughs> He was an Air Force MP at one point, so yeah. I mean he's he's a bad man. He's got Chris some Brent in the still- alley with a tire iron. There you go. No, oh, he like, just it's like a radio station clue. No, just I, <laughs> I like that. That's he, good. He was like, hey, you know, you can park in the parking lot, yeah. so that you don't have to worry about the riffraff at Sherwood Park at four a.m. So I said, all right, thank you, and I did. So th- that's your that's your whole reason right there. No, no, because no, he said riffraff too. Did he say riffraff? He he might have said riffraff. <laughs> I say park in the parking lot so the riffraff do not try to harass you, my my good man. It might just tussle your hair. Oh my goodness! Yeah. What's well, a fresca? So you, my friend, what game, what game we're going to get here? I'm so uh, Steelers and Raiders. Steelers and Raiders. Oh, jeez. Oh, gosh. I haven't oh. picked yet. Oh, PD. Oh, I'm sorry. Pick, PD. Okay, 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 okay. So the the emotional pick would be to go with the Steelers, right? Yeah. But I'm thinking, you can't do it. to me, quarterbacks and quarterbacks, the Raiders have the better quarterback. Quarterback play. And because they're in the AFC North, I cannot pick the Steelers, so I'm going to go with the Raiders. Oh, I hate the Raiders. Too much I hate the Raiders. <laughs> Bronco fan. And, and not that I'm yeah. not that I I love the Steelers by any stretch of the imagination. I would pick Lucifer's fighting eleven over the Steelers. <laughs> I know, but that's that's because that's that's like the Raiders, like me picking the Raiders. Yeah. That's you picking the Steelers. You can't yes. do it. Yes. God bless Franco Harris. Yep. I'm going to go, and this isn't because he told me I could park in the parking lot or anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Because I like hanging out the riffraff, to be quite honest. <laughs> I am part of the riffraff. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with Pittsburgh. Just yeah. just for the late, great Franco Harris. Yeah, we're, uh, we're splitting it two and two, so... Just to ensure the rando finishes last, we're going to give them the Steelers. Next up, going from Buffalo, which was lovely last weekend, to South Florida, the Dolphins are going to host the Green Bay Packers. Miami, four-and-a-half-point favorites. That's it. Against the Packers at home. I'm, I'm going with the porpoises. I have the Dolphins. I will also take the Dolphins in this one. The Packers just look awful this year. Tua said he could park in the parking lot. That's All right. <laughs> All right. That's good. Well, you got Tua in here now, huh? Apparently. Okay. He's a part-timer. He's yeah. Tua spots from the door. Tua spots from the door. Yeah, I'm going to go Dolphins also. I think at home, Green Bay just they just need to get done with this year. and 
try again next year. Jordan Love, hello. I might be, man. You know, you guys are being pretty dismissive about the, where the Packers are at the moment. They've won a couple in a row. Did you here. see them last week? They're third in their division. They 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 feel like they've got a little something going here. That said, I'm going with Miami. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the setup in the, the Rome Dome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, hopefully Pat's Packers can uh, lose for them. I'll be honest, up. Pat. When, he, when I asked him to do this, he's like, I know nothing about football or sports His in general. His show, that and he so to be honest. Yeah. He will probably this will probably be better mm-hmm. than what he would have come up with. So our okay. final game heard Christmas Day. Merry Christmas! You get the Russ Witch against Baker Ooh, it's Mayfield. Spicy. Oh, it's it's so spicy! This provolone and white bread. Rams hosting the Broncos. Broncos one point road favorites wow. in Sofia Stadium. I'm not sure they've ever won in. And so that game is coming up. Uh, you know what? I'm going to ride with uh, old Baker Mayfield. I'm going with the Rams. Really? Mainly okay. because I'm a hater and a jerk. <laughs> Fair enough. So you throw her hater on top of the jerk? Uh, well, I mean, for this game, yeah. Okay. For this particular instance, a Bronco hater. And, and former Cleveland football Are you a jerking team. hater? I'm a, I'm a hate hater. Yeah. That sounds really okay. I don't know if I like saying that. That's not good. That could be that, that was, could be bad. It could, it could be, be taken bad. the wrong way. It could be yeah. taken it could be the taken wrong the way, way other than what I intended. Yeah. Uh, I'm going with former Cleveland football team, the Rams, over the Broncos. I am going to go with the Broncos against my better interests, but I am going to take Denver in this one. The Rams are not playing very good football this, this year. It, it, they were in the beginning. Uh, they had too many injuries, um, and Denver came up and actually got a win last week. And the Denver and the defense will show up. They will do enough at SoFi to come out with a victory. Is Russ playing? Russ is playing. Russ is playing. Oh, Russ is playing too. Okay, uh, I'm going Broncos. <laughs> that was what, what was what that? What the hell was that? <laughs> that was a horse. <laughs> the what? It, it just had, I had a baby with a dolphin. <laughs> what? I mean, what? <laughs> I've had too much coffee, Whoa, man. You are. It's spiked. The coffee spiked. You are. Uh, what? You're, that guy needs to chill out. Yeah, you're <laughs> consuming some high octane today or something. Holy, holy crow, man. Ooh, what was wow. that? Wow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I think my impersonation. Pile gives me grief about my impersonations. Jeez. Wow. Yeah. You're much better than I am, Jim. No, I got to tell you. No, no, I'm not. No. Yes, you are. No, I'm I've not. heard your impersonations. I can do like one or two. <laughs> they all essentially boil down to Arnold at some point. Or my wife thinks Ronald Reagan. They all sound like Ronald that Reagan. Or something yeah. like Ronald Reagan ish. Well, <laughs> there you go. Mommy. I don't know about uh, how accurate Arnold it is, but I, I do enjoy your Lou Holtz impression. <laughs> the Lou Holtz? Just for it being... That's actually pretty close He's to the hole. Yeah, it is pretty close. Man. Look at him. Suffering sucky face. <laughs> He's yeah. That one's close to the oh, hole, I think. There's no salad sneeze guards for you guys over there. Cause I, know it's, I know it's flying across. Oh, man. The, I got to watch out. I got to cover my face, yeah, man. Yeah, exactly. It's coming out all over here. I'm yeah. guessing you're taking the Broncos, Jim. Um, oh, the Denver yeah. Broncos. That, that, that'd be an affirmative. Yes, hey, I'm got, taking the Broncos. You've got two right in a row picking the Chiefs and then the Broncos. So yeah. maybe you're there. And then Pat's going to take the Rams because football team from Cleveland, and he's got a soft spot. Okay. All right, gentlemen. That was fun? Question mark? That was, um, no, that was fun. That was nice. That was fun. That was a good time. All right. Happy holidays, sir. Okay. So what's the schedule for next week? 
You're uh, out next week. We are here Friday next week. Friday so next week. He will be gone. I'm, I'm, I'm out of here. Cake is gone. So night. we will probably do our picks in the 8 o'clock hour. We will yeah. We will let you know. So text me, and next Friday, I will come back in studio. I'm okay. off until January okay, well, 2nd. We'll have you come back and yeah. make some picks. Schedule next for week. next week. I'm going to okay. drink a lot of beer and stay out all night. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thanks, guys. That's apparently, what Have the post got in his agenda. So, and and cleaning carpets. So <laughs> that's right. <laughs> All right, we will. T- Happy holidays, everybody. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Wrap it up. Uh, we'll see if we can get some to stay in sports history and and garbage time. That's next on the Jim Davis Show. Fill your cup with holiday hoops cheer on Colorado's sports leader, the team. Welcome back, nine fifty one. Jim, along with the Buckeye Boy, let's hit up the text line, Chick-fil-A Breakfast Team phone line, 970-242-1340. Reminder, by the way, we're off tomorrow, off on Monday. That's Steve. Just want to thank you for this show. It makes work bearable. Also, Buckeye has been on fire the last two weeks. Hope a big market doesn't come calling selfishly. Yeah, you're fine. You'll be all right. I appreciate it, though. And when Rockies went to the World Series, they were clean-shaven question mark merry christmas oh steve really he's you so you're your big market material now huh I, I, apparently wow wish somebody would have told the big markets you know <laughs> kidding uh let's see from dylan abs back to the conference finals because of how much fun that was to watch favorite sports gift was a limited edition super bowl broncos mug merry christmas to all of you guys on the show and appreciate the sports coverage you guys bring all year thank you dylan hey thanks uh, let's see from Guru best ever Christmas gift. My old Brooks Robinson Rawlings Longhorn fastback. I also go with Broncos winning uh, winning season. Abs and Nuggets will be fine. Rockies, nah. Let's see, send in a picture of the glove too. Really cool. Oh, cool. I, let me go back here. Oh, that is cool. Yeah, it's pretty neat. And my brother had a f- first base glove that first baseman's glove that he had it for like thirty years that he played softball with forever. Uh, let's see from Rick. Merry Christmas, fellows. Not directly sports related, but came uh, came with sports gifts. My old Atari twenty six hundred showed up at my door from my mom about seven years ago for Christmas. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Now that just happened. I just showed Blazing Saddles to my eighteen year old daughter for the first time, laughing so hard we were crying. Yeah, like I said, that's one of the few clips from that movie we can actually play. Oh, probably shouldn't even be playing that, but it's funny. I didn't know that riffraff and nuggies were an issue at uh, noogies were an issue at Sherwood Park at four o'clock in the morning. They they among dip, other things. They typically aren't, Jared, but that's okay. Uh, let's see, Robert. When Howard mentioned Pistol Pete and his autopsy, it made me think of Secretariat. Didn't that beast have an extra heart valve when they performed the horsetopsy? <laughs> have a grand day, team, and Merry Christmas once again. You too, as well to all of you. A very Yes. Very Merry Christmas. All right, we're going to skip this day in sports history. Going to hop right into the dumpster. We're taking out the trash. It's garbage time on the Jim Davis Show on the team. Oh, I love trash. All right. Um, Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Iowa last night. Um, Goodness gracious. I just, I, I saw this and I just went, you got to be kidding me. That uh, Iowa last night, they were a 31 and a half point favorite over Eastern Illinois. Ooh. 
it's the biggest upset of the modern era as Eastern Illinois knocked off Iowa last night, 92-83. to And they did it at Iowa City. Yeah. Like, it's not that they were 31.5-point underdogs and won. That's, that's big enough. They outscored Iowa by 17 in the second. They won by n- nine points. Yeah. Directional Illinois beat Iowa. Iowa. Woof. You know, I'm I'm a, I'm a Hawks fan, but you know, tip of the hat that to Eastern. Not good. <laughs> tip of the hat to Eastern Illinois, man. That's they had 11 dunks in the second half. They went 21 to 27 from the field. They hit four of eight from three point range. Good for them. That's not exactly. That's the lump yeah. of coal in my Christmas stocking. A little small fragment. <laughs> Hopefully, the Broncos will not give me a big one coming up on Sunday. All right, that's our show. We'll be back with you on Tuesday. Have a very Merry Christmas, and thank you for listening to the program. We appreciate it.